Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the So I Heard podcast. If you guys are new to this, I'm KD. Hopefully, you guys are having a great one. We just finished our weekend for Christmas, and it was a great one. It it was pretty good for me. Not even going to lie, man. Had a lot of fun, chilled with family. You know, it was a couple little hiccups, man. One of the hiccups was me buying gifts for my girlfriend, Cheryl. Now, it was still a good time. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I was kind of upset because the main gift that she wanted didn't come in time. Now, this is one reason why I kind of hate buying from certain websites. I ordered the stuff in time, right? So it was these pair of shoes that she wanted, but these weren't regular type of shoes. These were some Nike Dunks, so they're sneakers, of course, but... These were sneakers that were not sold in every store. I couldn't just go to Foot Locker or Finish Line to get them. I basically had to order it from a different type of website, you know? So I ordered the shoes and basically, you know, this is StockX. So StockX has certain sellers that sell through StockX. And yeah, the first seller basically never sent the shoes so then i ended up getting a message through StockX, and basically they said that they had to find another seller and that seller would be sending me shoes but of course it wasn't like any extra you know cost or anything for me but these shoes are coming all the way from japan so now i'm just waiting for these shoes i'll check the confirmation stuff or or, or the tracking earlier these shoes are going to be available well we're going to receive these shoes by friday so almost a week late (laughs) but at the same time i already had the conversation with cheryl and everything i got her a couple of other items but still you know i mean i really wanted to deliver for christmas but she didn't make a big deal uh, uh, about it she understood you know I even showed her, you know, the shoes are on the way. Um, but yeah, other than that, beside that, I had a great Christmas and hopefully you guys did also. Like I said in other podcast episodes, this is mainly about spending time with family and having a good time and not really focusing on the gifts. But the reason I was really feeling so bad is because, dude, Cheryl really showed out. <laughs> This Christmas, I mean, she does all the time when it comes to like birthdays, Christmas or whatever. And I felt like this really kind of messed it up, at least for me. She kept saying that I shouldn't feel bad because she's still getting the shoes. But I just wanted that whole moment where it's like we both are opening gifts at the same time. And, you know, we're really having that good feeling, you know. Um, But yeah, like I said, I chilled with family on Christmas, went out to my uncle's house and um Spent the weekend there, you know, stayed there a little longer than I wanted to, but it was okay. Had a good time, really enjoyed everything, and um, I can't really complain, man. Like, the weather was good. It wasn't too cold. 
It was actually kind of warm here in Los Angeles. I think out there it was around like 80 degrees. So it was definitely different than how it's been. Like some of these days in California have been around like 50 degrees, like low 50 degrees during the day and then like 40 something degrees at night, you know? So being from Los Angeles, this is totally different. We do not do the cold at all. I do not like the cold because I mean, I, I prefer the cold other uh, over it being unbearably hot because when it's too hot it's horrible it's it's harder to stay cool than it is to get warm you know right now since it's winter it's cool it's cooler and everything we can just throw on extra blankets and be perfectly fine but at the same time during the summer when it's hot you're like oh my god you gotta have some type of ac not everybody has AC or if you're out and about, you know, you don't always want your AC to be on in the car. But at the same time, like even like I said, if you're out and about and you're walking somewhere, you don't just have AC with you. If you go out into the cold, you can just bundle up, you know, wear extra layers of clo clothing or whatever and be perfectly fine. But yeah, I enjoyed the weather for the weekend and um, also enjoy, you know, being there with family, sharing laughs, uh, all the good food that was there provided and everything. Um, and, yeah, I can't really complain. The only thing I didn't like was the fact that Cheryl had to work during the weekend. Um, so she wasn't out there with me. But like I said, still had a good time. It just would have been better with her there to experience everything also. Um but, you know, maybe next year or whatever. But we still are going to have a good rest of the year. This upcoming Saturday, we're going to be going to a comedy show. It's going to be for Cat Williams. And that's how we're going to be bringing in the new year. And, yeah, great. It, it was something that Cheryl wanted to do, man. She bought us the tickets, surprised me with the tickets and everything. And, um... We're going to have a really, really good time. I already know it's going to be comedy. I already know it's going to be jokes for sure. And, you know, something different to bring in, you know, the, the, the new year. Can't complain at all, man. I'm really looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, I, I just keep thinking about how this show is going to go. I haven't been to a comedy show in a while. I've been to, like, a couple. I mean, well, actually, no, we went to... A comedy show not too long ago, but it was like a little comedy club. It wasn't like a, a big event like how it is with this upcoming Cat Williams thing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just want that whole experience and, and all that fun and everything. And we're definitely going to have it. Um, man, one thing that was so cute, so cute. So I have little cousins, right? And... You know, of course, the kids still believe in Santa Claus. And it was so cute because over the weekend, and I don't really use the word cute, but it was something you, you couldn't say it was not cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you say it wasn't cute, you're just a, a, a straight up hater. <laughs> but even seeing this, I recorded it on my phone and I'm probably going to add it to my vlog video that I put together, you know, about the holidays and everything. But anyway, so... You know, the night before Christmas, the kids are getting ready for bed. They're all walking around in their Christmas onesies and everything. And my little cousin Bryson 
comes out of the kitchen with a plate with, you know, some chocolate chip cookies on it. And then he goes and he gets, you know, a glass of milk and he leaves it downstairs in the living room area and he's leaving it up for Santa. And we all heard about, you know, leaving milk and cookies for Santa, but I don't think I've ever seen somebody actually do it in person, right? And I was just thinking, it's so cute. He was so excited. Like, the way he's placing everything down, it was just like, oh, like, <laughs> it was really an awe moment. Like, oh, he's really just in the Christmas spirit, you know? It's like, you look at a lot of kids these days, and, and of course, yeah, they, they were given a lot of gifts, right? But you look at a lot of kids these days and just how they focus so much on the gifts and not even just kids. Adults will do the same exact thing. But it was so refreshing to see something that was just so pure and so nice and cool. And, you know, and um, it made me think, like, when I have a kid, am I going to go that route of having them believe in Santa. You know what I'm saying? Not every household allows their kids to believe in Santa, you know? They'll be like, nah, it's mommy and daddy buying this, you know? There is no Santa. Some people are going to be like that. But just seeing it and how happy he was and, and everything, it was like, it was really like a heartwarming <laughs> situation. And I had to record it because, like I said, I've never seen anybody do this in person. You know, I've only seen it on TV shows and movies and stuff like that. But it was, I don't know, it was so nice, you know. And, and then the next day, you know, it was Christmas. And they were so excited about stuff that they ended up getting. But at the same time, they still loved that feeling of, being with family and, and all the time that we spent together, you know, Christmas Day, they pretty much did everything on, on Christmas Eve. So Christmas Day, they opened their gifts and stuff. And then, you know, we we're just watching the movie. But then I had to head back to Los Angeles. So, you know, I got to chill for like a little while. But still, it was such a great weekend, such a great feeling. And, and again, like I said, I wish Cheryl was there too enjoy it with me, you know, um, it was funny because when I got back, I was kind of thinking about something that I think about pretty much every year, um, it's kind of an annoyance for me, and the reason it's an annoyance is because, like, when I was younger, yes, my, my parents were together, I remember the days when my parents were together, we all lived in the same house, and, and, and everything, right, I remember those days, but then, you know, still when I was younger, um, my parents separated. So I remember what it was like to have to make choices and stuff on what I was going to do for the holidays. And as I got older, you know, being able to drive here and there myself, it still is kind of that feeling of where are you going to be? You know, every holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? And I constantly get asked these questions. And of course, the questions are going to come. But at the same time, it's always like I kind of have to make a choice, you know. And it's so annoying because I really wish that I could just be at one spot and everything is going on. You get what I mean? And it's not like I'm really thinking about, oh, I wish my family was back together. It's not that. It's just I hate having to make that choice. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it ends up feeling like I'm taking away from one side as to where I, I wish that everything was just together. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want anybody to feel any kind of way or whatever. You know, so like I said, Cheryl had to work. So I had to come back to L.A. for us to be able to do our stuff later on that night on Christmas. But it was good that they were doing their stuff on Christmas Eve. But at the same time, they live kind of far, you know, and, you know, I just ended up spending the night. But I planned on leaving earlier. But then it's like, oh, no, don't leave. Not yet. It's kind of like, well, I got stuff to do. You know what I mean? And it's not like disrespecting them or acting like I'm mad at them or anything. But that's just how it normally goes. And then, like, dude, I'm going to put it this way. Like, my dad doesn't really do a lot of stuff for the holidays. So when it comes down to it, it's like he's by himself. And then I'll end up feeling bad, like, oh, my God, he's just at the house alone, not really doing anything. I mean, he doesn't really make plans to do anything. He doesn't really try to do anything. It's just like with his birthday also. He doesn't really try to do anything. He just pretty much just stays solo, you know. Um, so then from my mom's side, it's like, there's always something going on. There's like, you know, we're meeting up at somebody's house. Normally we do meet up at my uncle's house because he has a bigger place and then, you know, he'll invite more people or whatever like that. But sometimes, you know, we've had it at other people's houses or we've had it at like my mom's place or something like that. But normally we go to his house, right? And it's big. It's big. It's more people there, like I said. And um, it makes sense to be there. But Still, for me, I hate having to make that decision, you know? So then I end up getting to this point where I feel like, damn, maybe I should just do my own solo thing just so I don't have to make that decision, you know? <laughs> and just, like, come up with my own plans for the holidays. And and it would have been better, like I said, if, if Cheryl was off of work, we could have just did that. I could have just had that, and we could have just did our own thing, and again, not saying it like I didn't enjoy my time with family, but every year, every time I'm like, it, it gets close to the holidays and I'm always thinking, damn, I'm going to have to end up making this choice or damn, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get all these questions about what, what are you doing? What's going on? What's this and that? Like even the day before Christmas Eve, my mom was trying to have me come to her place. And in my mind, I'm kind of like, well, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Like, I'm not trying to have all my days taken up doing the same thing with the same people. Like, you know, I kind of have to spread stuff around. And, and I was just trying to. And then there's times where I was like, yo, I'm kind of just caught up. Right. I'm kind of caught up. People were asking me before the weekend of Christmas, what are like, what am I going to do? And I was really telling them, I don't know. I was like, man, I kind of don't feel like going around anybody because I hate having to make that choice. It's like, I hate feeling like uh, it's not balanced. You get what I mean? And and that's the feeling every single holiday, you know. And I feel bad for my dad because he does stuff so solo. But at the same time, he's kind of making that choice. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't really feel super bad for him. But, you know, you still get that feeling and you still do. Um, but, yeah, bro, like, 
other than that, had a really good holiday, you know, and, and, and really enjoyed the time that I spent with everybody. Can't really complain, but it's just some of those annoyances that I have every time the holiday season comes around. And I just wish everything could run smoothly, you know. And that, that's all I pretty much want is everything to run smoothly and to be fine and to be good and, you know, not disappoint anybody and uh, just give everybody what they really want. Earlier, I was watching this video and I normally don't really watch these type of podcasts or listen to these type of podcasts that have to do with men versus women. I don't really get into that conversation I mean, like, obviously, like, I'm a guy, I date women, of course, you know, I'm with my girlfriend, Cheryl, but I've only just dated women, so if there's any type of, like, pushback or a conversation, of course, I'm going to be speaking about women, but at the same time, you know, some of these conversations turn into something that becomes, like, this bashing session, you know, it's either women bashing men or men bashing women, right? But it it was this lady, I forgot what her name is. Um, she I think it's like something Pearl or something on uh YouTube and I, I don't know how I stumbled across it. I I guess it like, you know, recommended her, her video or something. Um and yeah, she was talking to these other women. There were some guys in the background, but she was mainly talking to these women about what guys kinda want, right? And it kinda reminded me of some Kevin Samuels type stuff where, you know, they're describing just like dating and percentages and, you know, like who is good for who or like what to expect. And basically this lady was saying to these three women, she was speaking to three women, basically explaining to them women want this whole package, right? They want guys to make money. They want guys that are rich they want guys that are giving them like you know time and everything like that so then she's breaking down percentages i didn't know who any of these people were but i was just watching the video just to see you know more about it or whatever right and even though i hate these kind of conversations i feel like like a lot of times we just need to avoid these conversations <laughs> i still agree uh a uh, uh, big amount with what she was saying, right? What she was saying, like, you know, and, and it's not to discourage women, right? Like, you, you can still get the whole package out of a guy, but to think, like, you know, you're going to get this A1 guy that's good across the board, that's like A1 across the whole board, I guess she was kind of telling them that it's kind of unrealistic, right? And she was basically saying, if you get a guy that has money and he's super attractive, most likely he's going to cheat on you. Doesn't mean that it's true, but we do know that most of the time when, you know, if somebody has that many options or they have money, it's like they're really sought after. So they're like, oh, okay, well, if people are coming for me, like I can pretty much do whatever because I'm always going to have people around. You know what I mean? I'm always going to be chosen or something like that, right? And I understand the women that she was speaking to also saying you can't have that mindset that all of these guys are really cheating or whatever. And the lady that had the show was basically saying like her dad is a multimillionaire. I don't know who her dad is or whatever, but she said that he's been married to her mom for, you know, forever. They have 10 kids. He's never cheated or whatever. 
And I was like, oh, okay. So it's like basically she was saying her dad is in that very, very small percentage and not just focusing on guys, you know, cheating when they have power. But I think we all kind of understand that in a lot of, you know, situations that is a realistic thing. So I feel like the women that she was speaking to, I understand where they were coming from, but at the same time, I feel like they really weren't being realistic in what she was saying. And the reason why I say I feel like, you know, she was speaking the truth in this podcast was because you see it a lot. You see it with guys that get a little bit of attention or not just guys, but you see it with women like a lot of people will get attention and they run with it and they're like, oh, man, if I'm getting attention, I could pull this, this, this and this. And one reason why I was saying it was so realistic is because I remember when I was younger, right? I remember being in middle school and elementary school and being chubby and certain stuff like that. And, you know, my parents are a little older than other parents were. And my parents, yes, they bought me a lot of nice clothes and stuff, but I wasn't going around in the newest Jordans and all that. You know, once my shoe size became an adult size, <laughs> they were pretty much just like, all right, we're, we're going to pause on the Jordans or we're going to kind of slow down on buying Jordans or whatever. So it was like, yeah, I still had nice things, very nice things. But at the same time, you know, for the times and what kids were wearing and all that stuff, I didn't have the latest, latest, greatest as far as that, you know, and this isn't stuff that I was asking for as a kid. I was asking for video games, Pokemon cards and other stuff like that, not clothes, you know, so looking at a lot of that, you know, I always got being the chubby kid like, oh, he's funny, you know what I mean? And I always have friends, I always had girls that were, that were cool, I was cool with. But at the same time, I, I, and also I, I just think my mind wasn't focused on trying to call somebody a boyfriend. Or, I, I mean, not boyfriend, but <laughs> whoa, uh, a girlfriend <laughs> at that time. You know, I was just focused on being a, a, a damn kid. You know what I mean? So looking at a whole bunch of kids back then and in, in middle school and how they were really like, oh, this is my boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Me, I was really just like, I'm, I'm a kid. Like, I'm just being goofy, whatever, you know. Um, and then even going into high school, I don't think I was really focused on that a lot. Like, yes, uh, you know, I started saying people were my girlfriend and stuff. But at the same time, it was kind of like whatever for me, right? So these times were totally different. Like I wasn't taking things seriously. I wasn't really like, oh, I'm with these women for the long run. Like even in high school, I was thinking like the idea of a relationship is stupid because none of us are really going to stick with these people. You know what I'm saying? I just wasn't that kid that was really getting attention. Like I, I think like towards middle school, like I, it was girls that liked me in elementary. Right. But that's so young. So middle school, I started noticing girls liking me more and different stuff like that. And then going into high school, definitely noticing, you know, but at the same time, it was just like I said, I was just being a, a kid. I wasn't taking it seriously. So looking at everybody else that was really into that back then, I, I was just like, OK, well, it, it's not really a serious thing, you know, and um, so when she was talking about like 
people being attracted and, and, and just how everything was as far as like dating, I was like, yeah, I noticed it as an adult, but back then, you know, I wasn't really getting, I guess I was getting attention, but you know, I, I don't know. I think later on in high school, when I really started noticing I was getting attention, I was like, oh shit, I'm getting attention from here, 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 and here. And then it low key got to my head. I, I can't even lie. It low key got to my head and I was like, oh, I can pull. You know what I'm saying? And by knowing I could pull, I, it really made me not take anybody seriously because I was like, oh, I'm finally getting that attention. Why wouldn't I want to kind of see what's up with everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to different girls or whatever. And then that pretty much led into, you know, being in my early 20s and stuff and being in relationships and, and cheating and stuff like that. So the ladies that the main host was speaking to, they didn't want to accept that fact. And for me, listening to this whole thing, I was I was looking at that situation where I felt like for a lot of women, they get so caught up in what their perspective is, right? And true, yeah, they could say that, you know, there's guys out there that don't cheat. And of course, there's guys out there that don't cheat. Of course, of course, right? But at the same time, the way that the host was explaining it, it was kind of like reasons of why they might be cheating or doing this, this, and this. She was giving so many examples to these women, and they were basically just like, no, 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 no. And it's like, dude, you have to look at it from a different perspective. And even these guys that were in the background were pretty much backing up what the host was saying. They were like, these are the total reasons. And also, she was explaining how... Guys have two groups of women, right? They have the women that are fun. These are the women they follow on Instagram, you know, on social media, the porn stars that they watch. And they're like, oh, my God, this woman is sexy. Of course, they want to have sex with this woman. But they never look at that woman as a serious thing. And that's something that's so truthful, right? And these ladies are like, nah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And ladies, if you guys are listening, it's it's the truth, right? And I'm sure it's the same for women. Like you, women like thug dudes and shit like that, and you know whatever. But you don't want to take that guy seriously. You like him for certain reasons. It's pretty much the same thing. And every time I hear these conversations, I'm always like, I I need men and women to realize that we're not really that fucking different we're, we're really not that different you know and just like women want to go out and have fun and live their best life and all this different stuff you know guys want to also and then when we get to that point where we feel like settling down that's where it is and we're looking for not just that person that's fun but that person that has structure that person that's going to be good and has has those other qualities that you will want in somebody that you're planning to spend the rest of your life with right and me being younger, one thing I was constantly chasing and looking for was fun. I was looking for fun, you know what I mean? Like, whenever there was an opportunity to talk to this chick or whatever, and I'm like, oh, she's a little bit different, I wasn't really looking at those real qualities for somebody that I'm, I'm taking serious, you know what I'm saying? And I think that was a part of why I was cheating, because I had somebody that 
I could take serious, but then at the same time, it was kind of different being able to mess with these other people that were pretty much just fun. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, okay, it, there's some excitement. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they were trying to explain to these women, but the lady was just like, no, 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 that doesn't make sense or whatever. And it, it was just like a, a, it was an interesting conversation, right? And like I said, I normally don't don't watch these type of podcast things, but sometimes, you know, listening to them and entertaining these podcasts, it, it gets you to thinking, and then you're like, oh, okay, you know, you can recall certain situations from your past and think about it and be like, oh, well, that has some truth to it. And and that's pretty much what I was thinking about the whole time. I was like, yo, this really does have some truth to it, you know? And I feel like both sides really just need to listen to each other. I see a lot of conversations, especially like on Twitter and social media, where it's like, it'll be women asking what men want, but then as soon as men start describing stuff, they're shutting it down completely. And that goes back to what I said earlier, where I feel like a lot of women just get caught up in their perspective and not what might be real for men. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes... They look at these movie fantasy men and then they just think everything is going to happen that way. But there is realistic stuff that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like there's different changes. Like I said, I can easily speak now about how I was in my early 20s and certain shit that I was chasing and how I was acting and how I was viewing situations and, you know, going through a change and, and starting to look at what's more important. And, you know, you get older and you're like, you're tired of juggling and, and lying. And because that's what you have to do. You have to keep lies alive. You have to, you know, just do all this extra stuff that you really shouldn't have to do, but you're, you're doing it, you know? And after a while you feel bad about it. Right. Like, there's been times, of course, where I'm just like, yo, I want to apologize to such, such for whatever I did and, and this, this, and this, because you have to be honest with yourself and look at these situations and say, I was the problem. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be realistic, you know? And I'm not blaming these women. Like, the women were basically saying, like, the, the main lady that was talking to the host she was saying like she hasn't been in a lot of relationships, so maybe that's why she hasn't really seen all these different sides to men. But all the guys in the background were agreeing with what the host was saying, like I said. And she was just shutting everything down. Not the host, but the other woman was like shutting everything down. Like she just couldn't believe it, right? And it was kind of hard, though, for her not to believe it because... There were so many examples that the host was throwing out at her and that these guys were pretty much co-signing what the host was saying. And even me, I was listening to the whole thing and I was like, yo, like that makes sense to me. And then then for me, it was like not just going off of them, but I was really tying in my past experiences to what was being said. And and I've had these conversations, of course, with like homegirls or whatever, And then a lot of the times they don't want to accept what the truth is. And I'm not going to sit there and say like what the lady was saying where, you know, and and Kevin Samuels has said it before where it's like it it gets to a point where they kind of discourage women from even looking for men because you're telling them what low percentage it is to find a good man. 
and that's ridiculous. That's crazy as hell. Even the guys that were co-signing everything that the host was saying, it's like, bro, do you not understand that you're low-key kind of saying it's hard to find good men and you guys are considering yourselves to be good men, you know? And I get it. It is a, a low percentage, um, especially when you're looking looking at everything from like across the board. You want this guy to be great in everything, you know, but you can still find that, you know, you can really find that it's just going to take time. And, and one thing I hate is finding out about like women that just totally gave up on love and they're just like, ah, oh, no, I'm not fucking with that. Like I'm done with love and, you know, they lose hope and everything. And it's so sad because it's like you can get there. You can have a great life. You can find a great partner, you know, and and even as much as I see like drama and stuff talked about online, it's just uh, I hate it. I, I really do hate that conversation of men versus women. But I understand like it does happen. And sometimes even me, I'm describing certain stuff about women just because that's who I deal with. But I never wanted to seem like I'm bashing women or I'm just hating women or any type of bad shit like that. It's just me kind of going off of experiences or seeing certain stupid stuff that's said online and then I have a conversation about it. You know what I mean? And and I think that's pretty much it. It's never like, uh, I, I'm never that dude that's like, you know, you got the guys that go around, oh, I never trust bitches. No, fuck these bitches. I'm never doing that because I always feel like there is hope for love. There's always somebody you can find that is a perfect fit for you. And and that's why I normally avoid having these type of conversations. But there are some people that are very damaged and they just lose all hope. And I get it. You've dealt with assholes. You dealt with people that fucked you over. You know, I've been that person that fucked people over and was just thinking about what I wanted and what I felt I needed and all this different stuff. But at the end of the day, you can find somebody that is for you. And I don't know if you guys ever listen to any of these podcasts or watch these podcasts or whatever, but don't let the situations that you hear of in these podcasts really stick to your situation. Yeah, you can take certain stuff from it, but at the same time, your situation can be totally different. Hold on to that hope. You can find love, definitely. Maybe be more careful with who you select to let in you know what i mean don't have people you know going through hoops and going through these these <laughs> crazy ass trials to fucking you know get your attention or, or or for you to open up to them you know but at the same time you you can be cautious but still let love in you know and my girlfriend, Charlotte, and I were talking and we we're basically saying, like, you know, at the end of the year, they always say, what aren't we bringing or what shouldn't we bring into the next year? And, you know, some people were saying, like, I was saying the conversation between men and women, like constantly just, you know, attacking each other. That shit needs to go because, like I said, both sides need to realize that there is a point that you can meet in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you do have to compromise sometimes. You can't have everything your way. You're going to have to meet in the middle. And you, you're going to have to realize that certain stuff matters more than just what you want or what you feel you want or whatever. Like, you, you can have a successful, great relationship and still be you 
still have your fun, but still also have this person that you really value and you grow to love and have a great time. You know, relationships don't have to be stressful. All of this shit that you see on these, you know, reality shows and uh, leave that alone. That doesn't need to go into the next year because it's too many toxic reality shows, uh, uh, these toxic couples people are viewing on social media. It's horrible as hell. Don't bring that into the next year. Believe in love. Go for love. Allow yourself to be open, but also be cautious. You know what I mean? Be cautious. And, and, and it's no problem with taking things slow. Some people get to a point where they just feel like they can't take things slow. They feel like they got to hurry up and rush into stuff. You know, then they don't notice certain signs and stuff. It's ridiculous, you know, but I understand you're caught up in the moment. You have these feelings going and everything, but it's fine. You can still get there. You can still find love. But anyway, I hope you guys really could relate to this stuff. You know, I understand the beginning was just about Christmas, but, you know, maybe you guys watch these podcasts or you guys have these conversations, you know, about relationships, about men and women and stuff like that. Never take it to a point where you're bashing the other side. And I get it. Sometimes people that take it that way when it's you just basically describing certain stuff. But you, we know the people that are out here really bashing and, and constantly having negative stuff to say about the other side, you know. But you can find love. You can be happy, you know, and, and have a successful life with somebody. But anyway, man, I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you for listening. Hit me up on all of my socials. I'll leave those in the description section. You guys stay dope. Stay tuned for another episode. It'll be dropping next Monday. I understand this is a different day. It isn't Monday, but we still got this podcast episode out. Stay tuned for more. You guys stay dope, and I will check you out later. Peace.